0: From Youngstown, Ohio, inside of Kappa Studios, it's Mike's Minutes. Here's your host, Mike DeFabio.
1: guys it's monday it's may 2nd 2016
0: yeah what's up jake not much man get ready for this finals week to be
1: out of the way i've never been more ready for anything in my life i can't wait for it to be 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 done i am too yeah it's so exciting to think about it being over yes um so we got a couple things we wanted to talk about today but our biggest topic today um we want to try something new to try to get people more interested we want to talk about dealing with like financial stress as a college student, and the, the main topic of that is going to be saving as much money as possible right. on a college budget. Because sure. we're all on a college budget, and I mean, it who sucks. Can't,
0: who can't relate? Well, first of all, who can't relate to financial struggle or stress? You in, know what I mean? in overall, in anything, yeah. And I then mean, I mean, we're college kids, so. right?
1: So being in college, right? It's it's very frustrating sometimes. You know, trying to do everything you can do. To stay ahead and it's just like sometimes it's not enough. Even no matter how much you work, sometimes it's not enough. You know, with the cost of books and the cost of all sorts of things, it's absolutely bizarre, you know, the amount of work that goes into just keeping your finances in order as a college student. But at the same time, it helps you prepare for a future of, you know, supporting a family and having to deal with financial stress as an adult as well. Right.
0: And I mean when you're in this thing, like when you're in high school, like there's just they don't teach you that kind of stuff.
1: You know what I mean? Like, they don't
0: teach you how to. I mean, like, we
1: got a little bit of it, you know, like with um, I don't even remember like those like
0: life skills, life skills, like the classes, extra stuff that you like, don't yeah, even the, need. You know, what they mean? would
1: teach us some things. But like, I really think that there should be a class in high school, which there could be in some high schools. But at Fitch, I don't know what we really had offered to us as far as this goes. I mean, don't get me wrong. They did an amazing job of teaching us a lot of things about life in the four right. in the four years I was at Fitch. Right. But I think it would be really cool to have a class, like literally just a life class. And I would think that most people would probably refer to that as that Fitch class. I think that Donna Burnell teaches, Um, and that's a really cool course, you know. But they teach, they do cooking and ironing and things like that, kind of like a home ec too. Right. Um, But I think it would be cool to have a class on life, like literally a life class. I think every high school would benefit from that, teaching you how to do things that. We didn't learn how to do in high school, like write checks. Right. You know, balance a checkbook, pay bills. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I never really learned. how those are cool things. Those that. are cool things that to me and to most of us would have been way more important than learning exactly. how to how to square, exactly. you know, how to square something <laughs> 17 times. I mean, I really think that a lot of people would agree with that. Right. I think if I went and did a survey at Fitch that 100 out of 100 people would say yes that would be a great idea i mean to come out of high school after your senior year and to really feel like you not only have a great education and a great you know morals and values um you know like stability instilled in you from the people that high school for but, sure but to also have like Financial knowledge and life knowledge, knowledge on how to deal with like family situations and tough times and dealing with, you know, stresses and anxieties, all the all the factors of life that they don't teach you in high school. You know, Mary Beth McGlynn and Marie Dockery, you know, two senior counselors, I know they did a phenomenal job um, of helping all of us with everything we needed for the stresses of, you know, college. But I still think, you know, even if it was something that they did and they would obviously deserve to be paid extra for this, in my opinion. But even if it was something they did, if they held a one-hour course you know, three times a week for all senior students or even for all junior and senior students or whoever wanted to enroll, just a life class about dealing with stresses of finances, right. even just a college finances stress class to teach you about FAFSA, to teach you about you know student financial aid, teach you about working different jobs and paying the minimum payment on credit cards and making sure you stay above and working hard and everything right. like that. It's mind blowing to me, and it's almost a little bit disgusting to me that so many of us work like five, six, seven days a week, and we still struggle. Exactly. That's not fair.
0: It's not. It's really not fair. Yeah. And
1: I, yes, minimum wage has gone up, but the price of everything has gone up too. It's not right. fair. And it's, it's not, not right.
0: It make a difference. It
1: doesn't. You know, it all it all kind of balances out, yeah. and it makes for a tough life. You know, for us college students. Right. Now, mind you, we only go through this for three or four years, but you know what? It's not easy. No. And people underestimate how difficult it really is. People think, "Oh, he's in college, you know, he's just kind of hanging out and studying and partying and it's not that at all." Yeah. You know, we're all working like three and four jobs right. and going to college and trying to party and have fun with our friends. <laughs> right. We're trying to do everything all in right. 4 years and, you know, make a professional development, you know, do all of that in 4 years. Right. It's outstanding. It's commendable to all of us. You right. know what I'm saying? And people underestimate it. Now, I just think that it's important for people to recognize, you know, other people's hard work in all aspects like I always talk about in the other show, too. I I mean, recognize that custodian doing an amazing job of making detailing the room, making sure it was precisely done. Everything was, you know, sanitized and clean and dusted and swept and scrubbed and everything. Commending that and commending somebody who does something even crazier dealing with the the country's deficit, you know, our president, things like that. All of those things are commendable, whether they're being done perfectly or not. It's commendable that someone is out there trying. Right. You agree with that, Jake? I do.
0: I do. I mean, you know, I just think it's overlooked. I mean, I just think not a lot of people realize. I mean, we're just I mean, a lot of people just say, well, you're just kids. I mean, right. You always get that. You're just
1: kids. Well, yes, we're just kids and we're in college, but we're also working. You know, I'm working three jobs and running two companies and going to college
0: transitioning. And I still have
1: friends and family that I go hang out with all the time. Right. And I'm very blessed for the fact that I have the scheduling capabilities that I do because of my two companies. I can kind of schedule my own hours and be where I need to be for other people at those times, like family and friends. Right. And not only that, but You know, like I talked before about Joe and Vince, you know, the owners of Sparkle, they take care of me, man. They were they've worked around my schedule for the last almost five years. And Gary, you know, the uh, store manager, I all I have to do. I fact, I put in a note this morning. I put in a note with my availability for the upcoming week. Let him know I have this on this night. I have this on this day. I'd like to work early this day, late on that day. No problem. But a bing done. You know, And same for my other boss in uh, Rootstown at Neomed. I only work out there a couple nights a week. But if I tell her, hey, I need this night off, or I'd like to go to Florida for a week and have these two days off, bada bing, done. Those are blessings that people take for granted. You need to realize that those things are in your life and thank those people. Show them your appreciation for them. That's a part of dealing with the financial stress is recognizing that even in the midst of your stress – you wouldn't have the stress to deal with if you didn't have any income. Right. If you didn't have money coming in because Correct. of those people that are taking care of you, you wouldn't have the stress to begin with. So right. in a way, be thankful for your stress.
0: And it would probably end up being more stressful if you didn't have those stresses, because then you'd have the stress of not having any money. Correct. <laughs> you know? like- so
1: just <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm telling you, you know, I'm, I tell all my friends this. I tell, I mean, I don't preach, but I just I tell all my friends, you know what? If you have five dollars in your account, at least you're not in the negative. Right. And at least you're gonna get a paycheck on Wednesday or Friday or Saturday, whenever your company pays you, and you're gonna be above ground again, and you wouldn't have the opportunity to come back above ground if it wasn't for that job that you're stressed to go to. You know, people are like, I don't wanna go to work, I don't wanna go to work. And I'm over here like, I have to go to work. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: So so I mean, now it's like it's obviously become a lot easier for you now that you're like working 15 jobs and, like, making your own hours and stuff like that. So, I mean, you got it coming in. You know what I mean? It's
1: more manageable. Right. But the financial stress is still there. You know, updating all the car care appliances and updating um, DJing equipment. Me and Billy are going to spend astronomical amounts of money, I don't even want to think about it, within the next month on new equipment and things like that for our business. You have to understand that, like, with running these businesses, there's so many costs that come with it. It's bizarre. The amount of bills that me and Billy deal with for the DJing company, and the amount of bills I deal with on a personal level for the car care, and then keeping my employees paid and taken care of all summer long—that is money. very stressful. But you have to learn, you know, if I spend a hundred dollars now, but it might make me seven hundred later. That's a risk I'm willing to take, and most entrepreneurs are willing to take. And you know, there's a quote I put out um, almost probably once a month on my Instagram uh, for the detailing car uh, car care page. And it's, it's, uh, an entrepreneur, you know, anybody can tell you the risk, you know, me and you, Austin, Katie, Billy, Bobo, we could all, any, any one of us could tell you what the risk is, but me as the entrepreneur, I personally can see the reward, you know, so many people, when I say something, they think I'm crazy. When I say something like, uh, yeah, we got, we got three cars coming on like this Saturday, you know, we're running our promotional event for Mike's car care. Right. Um, we're gonna be there from 10 a.m. to 7:30 p.m. Pumping cars out. We're gonna just—I have three full details scheduled uh, for three of my best clients. They're starting the season off for us at 8:30 a.m., 10:30 a.m., and 12:30 p.m. However, from 10 a.m. to 7:30 p.m., we're running a pull in special. So between fifty and seventy dollars, depending on the size of your vehicle, you get like a spiff package on your vehicle. It gets almost fully detailed, and um, we're running that. From 10 a.m. to 7.30 p.m., anybody can pull in. All that I ask is that you shoot me a text, you know, maybe an hour before you come so that I can be ready and have a spot ready in the driveway for you. I'm going to have cones out in the cul-de-sac coming in the driveway. I'm going to have people direct in traffic. We're going to have cookies, chips, pop, (laughs) you know, things on the table and that. We're going to have everything going on, and I'm going to have a a receptionist at the desk all morning, you know, taking payments and doing the scheduling, and adding clientele to our database. It's a promotional event for Mike's Car Care. I would be glad to see you all there. I would be ecstatic. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you live. I don't care what you look like. I'd love to have you on my company. So I just wanted to put that out there. Sure. So end of advertising spiel. (laughs) Where I was going with that for Saturday's event is I can see these, uh, I can see these rewards. You know, like Katie might make a comment to me, or Chelsea might make a comment to me, or my mom might make a comment to me, something along the lines of, how are you going to, That that's crazy that you're going to do that. You're going to work all day long. You're not, you might not even make any money. And this is what I say every time, and every time they tell me I'm crazy. I say, listen, you're right. I might sit there all day, from 10 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. Nobody might show up. You're right. That's absolutely a thing that could happen. I have a lot of people that are interested I have like 12 or 15 people that are interested in coming right now. But by all means, all 12 or 15 of those people, something could come up that's way more legitimately important than coming to Mike's Car Care's promotional event. And I might have no one there. And that's okay. Because maybe next time they'll say, well, he, he went at it again. You know, like he's trying this again. And they might come next time. It might take 10 years. But, you know, if it takes 10 years to build up a clientele of, 500 600 700 800 1000 100,000 clients to a point where we're a multi-million dollar industry. I, those are the numbers and the pictures that I see in my head that the people that talk to me have trouble grasping. Does that right. make sense, Jake?
0: It does. I mean, I mean, you got to have especially if you're starting your own business, you have to have these these dreams and aspirations that they dreams use, are so they seem, important. they they're seem, so important. they can seem like they're out there and they're like mm-hmm. almost unobtainable or unreachable, but that's the kind of mindset that you have to have as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, or even as a college student, you know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. I gr- I couldn't agree with you more. Right. It that's what it's all about. It's all about taking risks. It's all about thanking God for everything you have, feeling blessed for going to work. You know, going back to our topic today with the dealing with financial stress of being a college student, you know? The other day, I was at Mercy College on Friday for my orientation for nursing. I'm kind of excited. I'm starting that in August. Nice. Um, I th- I think I wrote them a check for $165 for my background check and my fingerprinting and a whole list of things, a physical, all kinds of things I have to get in order to work in the hospital with patients. That's very exciting to me, you know? Right. And writing that check blew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely yeah. awful, okay? But I'm just kind of saying that I feel like I have the mentality that I feel blessed I'm even able to write that check in the first place because of how much I work, you know, because of how much my parents have helped me and everything else. You know, I feel like that's a blessing. And then the next day on Saturday when I went to Open Sparkle, I felt blessed. That's how you have to view your life. You have to try at least to say, listen, listen. I have a job to go to now that's going to get me a paycheck in two weeks. It's going to help replenish that money I just spent. You know, people don't have that mindset. People spend the money and then they get frustrated with their life that, oh, I spent that and I hardly have enough now. And what am I going to do? And then they do something crazy like call off work on Saturday and sleep in. Right. And then two weeks later when their check comes and there's hardly anything on their check, they wonder why. Well, it's because you didn't recognize the blessing right in front of you, you had a job, you had money to go make, you chose to not go make it correct. you know what I'm saying, and people people struggle with that, and that's just that's another one of the parts of being in college that you know it's important to learn those things it's it's really cool, it's a really cool you know field to try to understand, and I don't understand all of it, but I've definitely learned a lot
0: right so so, what would you say to your average here I'm trying to think of this question in a cover. A lot of things. So what would you say to your average college student, probably say sophomore, junior, right in the middle of making it through these four years? What would you say to them that they're working seven days a week? I mean, they're going to school every day. They're working every day, but they're still struggling. What yeah. would you say to them? Because well, motive- the I mean, because a lot of times they could feel like the end of the world. I mean, it does. The it feels like the end of the world. On.
1: Feeling, you know, and me and my friends, I have the best of friends. You know, Jake's one of them. We all talk about this. This is the kind of stuff we sit down at night and we discuss together, figuring out how we're going to make it to right. Friday before we get our paycheck. Right. You know, right. These are the kinds of things we we talk about. And everybody's in a different position. You know, Some people have it where their parents pay for their gas, and they work to pay for everything else. Some people have it where their parents pay for their insurance, and they pay for everything else. Some people have it where they pay for both. Some people have it where they don't pay for anything. You know, everybody has their own system. But no matter what your system, still I, I truly believe you have a level of stress. You know, even if your parents are saying, "I'm paying for your gas, your insurance. I'll give you two hundred dollars a month for food, and if you need anything else, give me a call." Okay, I that ch- that person realizes that they're blessed. I hope you know. Right. And as long as that happens, if they choose to go out and work a part-time job and have some money for themselves. They still have their own level of financial stress because just because their parents are, I mean, obviously it's a lot more alleviated. But just because their parents are paying for a couple things, you know, most of their stuff doesn't mean that they don't want to figure out what they want to do with that $200. Maybe they want to go buy a new car. So maybe now they have a car payment that they put on themselves. And then now they only have another $50 outside of that to play with. So now they're, what are they going to do with that? You know, they don't have to buy gas with it. They don't have to pay for anything important with it. But it's kind of like figuring out, what am I? What do I need to do with this $50? What's the best way I can use this $50? Right. Personally, when I was in those positions in my sophomore year, this is what I would tell them. I would take that $50 and go buy car care supplies and use it to make $150. Right. Does that make sense? It does. Anybody can do this. I'm telling you, compete with my company. You know, these sophomores in high school, go put a couple flyers in your neighborhood and say, hey, I'm going to start washing up some cars. Have people come to your driveway, get an agreement contract with your dad saying that you'll give him a percentage of the water bill and the electric if he says so. I was blessed my dad didn't ask me to do that from the beginning, okay? But do things like that. If if washing cars isn't your thing, figure out what your thing is. Jake's thing is this podcast and all this stuff. My thing is detailing cars and playing music on Friday and Saturday nights. Figure out what your thing is. And once you figure out what your thing is and people figure out you're a motivated individual trying to do your thing to put some more money in your pocket, to have fun with your friends, to pay for college, to do the right things, to put the money in the right places. Once you figure that out, You'll figure out that people are willing to bless you because right. people and use love you. seeing that. People especially, love seeing young individuals going for
0: thing. it, especially in the older generation. Like, Absolutely they love it. They they, love they get a
1: kick out of it. This, all my aunts and this, uncles on Facebook. All right, my friends right. on Facebook. They like right. and comment on all my all my business stuff. Right. They can't get enough of it. Right. you'd be you. amazed. Right. So what I'm telling these people that are at you know that age, that sophomore, junior, you're starting to think, holy shit, I don't have enough money and I don't know what I'm gonna do. Right. You know. Come up with a little hobby. Keep working your part-time job over at Kmart or Walmart or, or the grocery store or McDonald's or Burger King. Whatever you're doing, keep doing your little job at the mall. You know, Katie works at Gracie Lane in the mall. Right. Do whatever you do. Whatever it is you do, work that job. Thank those owners for everything they do for you. Accept that check every two weeks. I'm not telling you to quit that right. job. Never did I say that. Right. Take one day a week. One day. It's from the start. That's all I started with. Start with one day say hey manager at whatever company this person's working for i need mondays off from now on if you're blessed that they will do that 80 percent of employers will do that if you work hard for them if you're not working hard for them that's that's another part you need to work on you gotta prove yourself okay but tell them hey i need mondays off then take monday and do that thing that you want to do on mondays clean people's phone screens you know put on screen protectors for people Run your own podcast. Start working on a DJing company. Start working on detailing cars. Start working on... My friend Jake Adams does painting. Start working on painting, you know? Painting pictures for people. You know, creating things. Selling things on eBay. You dedicate that Monday to your supplemental income. Right. That's what I do all summer long. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday morning are dedicated to my supplemental income for Mike's Car Care. Right. Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night are dedicated to... Billy and Mike Sites and Sounds Another supplemental income I'm blessed with two Because me and Billy Were able to Be blessed enough To be in a position To start that other business together But all you have to do Is start You know to get where I am Just start It's not undoable I'm not as big As everybody thinks I am I'm not as well off As everybody thinks I am I'm still struggling I'm still trying to make it too.
0: So how do you start You know what I mean You say You gotta start You gotta start You gotta start You get on the computer
1: And you type a flyer And say hey This is what I'm doing you don't have to even be professional about it. When you right. first get going, people are going to say, holy shit, this dude's got a lot going on. Right. That's what everybody said about me. You know, people in my neighborhood, my neighbors are absolutely the greatest. Right. They talk about me. They tell all their friends about me. They bring me business, you know. Right. That's a blessing. And you have to see it as a blessing. And it's just, it's something that I think people should really try to do. You could either get on the computer and type something up real quick. Saying this is what I want to do. I mean, I mean anything. My friend Nicole, okay, Katie's sister. She has her own cake, cake making, cake and cupcakes. It's called uh, Oh, uh, Coco's Cupcakes. Oh, okay. Small business in our area. Right. She'd love to do anything. We should get her on the show. Yeah, we should get her on the show Maybe sometime. So. I mean, I'm sure she would be glad to do any of your, you know, graduation party cakes, um, cakes, cupcakes anything like that, it would be absolutely amazing. She did a cross cake for a course for me I took in college a couple years ago for a religion course, and I think I, I don't even remember what I paid her for it, but it, it, was, it was cheap. Right. It was cheap, and I mean it was competitively priced, and the cake was delicious. It was actually cupcakes. It was cupcakes in the form of a cross. Nice. So if you want to talk to her from Coco's Cupcakes, her number is 330-774-6626. Again, that's 330-774-6626. Those are the little things I'm talking about that people get started to help ease the financial stresses of college. These are the people that are looking at their finances and saying, I'm going to take control over my life. That's what got annoying to me. I didn't want to sit somewhere anymore and think, what am I going to do? Right? How am I going to write this check tomorrow if there's nothing in my account? I was sick of feeling like that. And I I made it my goal to never feel that way again. Right. And so I took a little bit of money out of my savings. I was blessed to have saved money for my first communions and things like that. And started my businesses. And it's come a long way. But it it's only been a couple years. Somebody could start today and be exactly where I am three years from now. Right. I'm telling you, it's doable. And that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about today. I feel like we we got a lot in, so we yeah, could dude. probably just go into the. Um
0: Mike's Car Care. Tip of the day. It's
1: Monday, May 2nd. Mike's Car Care Tip of the Day, baby. Today I'm thinking uh, I want to go into leather seating. Cleaning leather seating. It's a very difficult thing to do. Um, My recommendation is take a leather spray cleaner. Wipe all the leather surfaces down really, really good with a microfiber cloth. And then take a leather wipe and do the same thing to shine it up. And then you can let that sit for like an hour or two. This is what I do during the detailing process, at least. This is what myself and my team do. And then take a wet microfiber cloth, just a damp, and go over it again so that, you know, your clientele isn't sliding in the seats and, and, and falling. You don't want anything like that to happen. Always make sure you take care of your clientele. Don't make their steering wheel sticky. Don't make their, you know, the pedals sticky. There's there's big things you got to be careful about with people. And those are just some things I've learned over the years, so I just wanted to share that. But other than that, I think we had a great show today, Jake. Don't you? We did.
0: It was very... I mean, we didn't have anything planned until you came here. I mean.
1: But I think we killed it. We killed it. We killed it. Absolutely. Right. I'm always happy to be here with you guys and do this. I really enjoy this. Right. And I hope we can keep it going every Monday all summer long. For sure. Okay. So
0: give us your feedback. You can find Mike's Minutes on SoundCloud. You can find it on iTunes. Find it on Google Play. Give us your feedback. We'd love to hear what you think of the show, how we can make the show better, things you think we could be doing. I mean, literally anything you can give us feedback for.
1: Absolutely. I agree. For sure. Okay. All right, man. Take care. Take care. See the thing you've been chasing.